now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 514th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my early morning co-host. We've got none other than the fluffiest whimsicott. Actually, that's a lie for you. It's like the afternoon for you. It is a lie. It is the afternoon. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, but it is, a, it is very true of Mark today. Oh, hi. Yeah, it, I woke up at 5 o'clock. I mean, mm. I'm down for this, so it's fine. I like I like early morning recordings. That we can sip our tea. We can uh, yeah. We can yeah. chat about the Pokemans. It's a good. I mean, time. I'm, an, mm-hmm. I'm a morning person myself, so it, it works out. Mark, we could be such good friends. I'm really, really not. So this time zone thing really helps. <laughs> it works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can pretend to be a morning person. <laughs> I mean, I would never lie. <laughs> <laughs> But welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. It's been a, it's been an interesting week. I've had a lot of work to do, like uh, just like mm-hmm. I've been forced to socialize a lot at work this week. Terrible. So I apologize if my voice is a little raspy today because you have to like talk a lot when you socialize. Very weird. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. what what's about that right I mean, talking huh? <laughs> and like yeah it's it's just uh it's a lot and people want to talk to me sometimes so like i have to talk back it's just it's a that's lot that's so weird mm-hmm. so weird man i don't know about all that i did get to play some pokemon unite though like i'm getting way back into it like i kind of went on a lull for it but i'm back into it on mobile mm-hmm. or uh not on mobile i don't know that i could play it on mobile oh, okay I'm not like I'm not Gen Z, Mark. I don't know that I can do this. <laughs> I don't know. I I thought about playing it again and doing it on mobile because I, I'm not always near my Switch. So I thought about it so I could do it at work. And oh. <laughs> I thought about it. I've had the thought, and it's like it's on my phone. That's dangerous. I downloaded it because you get like the free Pikachu, right? If you preload it. Oh right, yeah. Which I did, so I got the free Pikachu. Which means I have most of the characters right now, with the exception of, like, I don't know, like, the ones that I'm definitely never going to play, like Wigglytuff and Mr. Mime. But, I I mean, I did pick up Mamoswine recently. I want to pick up Sylveon. Of course. Sylveon's been, like, really good. This is all This is all I can talk about before I remember that Tencent owns the game, but that's fine. Uh, and I, I feel yep. like I feel like some moral ambiguity. That's <laughs> the reason for my prolonged silence. Whenever exactly, you guys yeah. talk about Unite, I have nothing good to say about it. Yeah, yeah I've not played it much, so it's not really been on my radar. It's fun. I mean, it's like it's fun if you can get us push aside the ethical issues of the company that runs it, right? Yeah, uh, it, yeah, which fun. I can't. So yeah, which is completely understandable. I just like to not think about it sometimes. Like I won't go to Chick Fil A, but I'll go. I'll play Pokemon Unite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's better. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's not wrong to say that a completely ethical life is impossible under capitalism. Hi, the good place. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, some things I just know. Yeah. Always. Yeah, I completely understand. And so I thought, you know, I won't even try to get into it. But sometimes I accidentally do buy like non-ethical chocolate or stuff like that because I just I don't remember all of the companies that you're supposed to avoid Man. every time I go on a trip to the supermarket. That good place re reference though really hits at home on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that really happens. That's very true though. Uh, it's very true. I don't know. It's it's just like it's like exhaustion from just dealing with so many ethical issues. Yeah, but. The thing is, it's also true, and this is probably too deep for a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> no, just go. <laughs> Do it. It's also true that while it's very fair to be careful about that stuff, there's a lot of, you know, big companies trying to make you, the small man, feel guilty about, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. buying something with a plastic packaging when like 99.9% .9 of pollution just comes from big companies and stuff like that. So yeah, be mindful, but also be mindful that you're not the problem. They are the problem. Yeah. I mean, you can still do both. We have just satisfied our uh, our legal obligation to be an educational programming on our Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Great. It is Saturday morning, so this works out. It is Saturday morning. I've been meaning, like, what I really want to do, and I think this would be a lot of fun, since we typically record the show on Saturday mornings, right? Mm -hmm. Around, like, mm -hmm. 10 in the morning, Eastern. What I've really been wanting to do, uh, because I get up around, like, 6 o'clock, 6, 7 o'clock on Saturdays. That's that sleeping in, by the way. It's really bad. I feel mm -hmm. that. And I, uh, I go for a run. Um, I didn't go for a run this morning because I drilled a hole in my ceiling. Completely different story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we recorded earlier today, but it, it would be really fun to like go for a run and then just like get on Discord around eight o'clock and just like watch some Pokemon with everybody. I've been trying to do that and like call it like Puckle Saturday mornings. Mm. That would be fun. I'd enjoy that. Because Saturday morning cartoons don't exist anymore. It's super depressing. Streaming killed Saturday morning cartoons. So, so does that not exist at all? I mean, I just don't watch much TV, so... Yeah, they, they like, killed all Saturday morning programming. To be fair, I also don't have really? TV. Like, I have streaming services, so I am part of the problem. But you can get streaming services that show TV, so, you know. Yeah, but I don't do that either, because I will not watch <laughs> traditional TV. Like, yeah, it, it's it, for me, it's like buying Hulu with ads, like, or without ads or whatever, you know? Like, I, I don't want to pay for a service and then get ads. You know, I tried mm. doing that for a while, like getting a, uh, not an on-demand streaming service, but a live streaming service for, yeah. for TV channels. And I realized like, man, I just don't really sit down and watch TV that much. Right. Like this yeah. is not worth it. <laughs> no, that's absolutely. Cause like, I don't do a lot of things like that. I like to be up and doing actual like activities, you know, mm -hmm. and this is part of me just being like very fidgety and maybe it's like partially ADHD or something, but because I, I can't sit still and, like, watch TV. I have to be doing something. Like, if TV's on, I'm doing something else while it's on. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's why I used to shiny hunt. Yeah, I can't watch TV anymore. Like, I I think the, the biggest feat I've accomplished is, like, I've been able to watch Critical Role stuff in, like, mm. the past year. Like, I've been able to sit down. But, like, I'm also doing other stuff. Like, I'm planning, like, my D&D &D campaign and stuff while that's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fair. But my it's also something my wife and I can watch together. Yeah, I think the only time I'm watching TV and not fidgeting with something is when I watch it with my boyfriend because he holds my hand. So, 
he stops you from doing it. Yeah, my head feels busy enough that I can focus on the television. (laughs) Yeah, I completely understand. You completely understand. What what have you guys been up to this week? Anything interesting? Anything fun? Out of the ordinary? Oh, so like top two most exciting things that have happened to Whimsicott over the past couple of weeks have been like, I bought a really soft hoodie (laughs) and... My favorite brand of frozen pizza now uses compostable plastic in their packaging. So, oh my gosh. yeah, very exciting life all around. Like, super exciting. We are old. <laughs> that is exciting. Tell us you're old without <laughs> b- telling us you're old. Exactly. Right. Like, that's, a, that's exactly how I feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly how I feel because we, oh man, we we are definitely getting old. (laughs) I mean, shut the heck up, you young one. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this group is probably the oldest of the. Some of us, some of us, yeah. I mean, Jushiro is kind of. Oh yeah, Jushiro, yeah. But otherwise, yeah, we're we're all getting there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm slowing down. Some of us have been there for a while. (laughs) Slowing down. I've got arthritis. All right. Well, this is a good intro, unless Mark has something to talk about. Anything new with you? Not really. I mean, I guess to piggyback on that, I did a bunch of lawn work, and now I'm sore. And that's oh, really sad. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> what, a, what a way to end that segment. All right. Yes. So on that note, we're going to go kick it on over to the news. Cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on, actually. Sylveon has been released for Pokemon Unite, and it has already had to be nerfed. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, the first day it came out, it was really bad. Because, like, if you ran into a Sylveon, yeah, it could just, like, take you... It could take out, like, three mons. It was absolutely insane. Because, like, it's got this, like, really weird, like area attack and like it it and it heals at the same time and oh, oh it's it was nasty so how they nerf it i do not know i'm happy to hear that it has been nerfed because <laughs> <laughs> my immediate thought after playing against one was like wow this needs to be nerfed good yeah, hopefully it's nerfed what i really want to see happen is i want them to add more evolutions to the game because you still start as an eevee and I would love mm. to do so, like do oh, a, yeah. like a team of five people playing Evolution, so you just start as five different EVs, and you're all running around. That'd be funny. I'd like that. It would it would definitely confuse your opponents for like the first three minutes of the game because they yeah. wouldn't know who who's down on the bot lane or the top lane. So it would be it would be kind of fun. So speaking of Unite, TPCI has confirmed that there have been over 25 million downloads of Pokemon Unite now. That's depressingly so, high. <laughs> that is extremely high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised for a game like this. Part of it's also like, I don't know how much of it is just people doubling up. Like, I, I so oh, before mobile yeah. came up, Pokemon Unite was already on like 9 million downloads before the mobile drop, mm. which was just Switch users, like 9 million Switch users, which is like 10% of Switch owners downloaded Pokemon Unite. 
So then you're just like, oh, well, you get free Pikachu if you sign up for the mobile preload. So like all of those 9 mm. million, how many of them were just like, oh, I want a free Pikachu? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And then, you, you know, that's eight, like I just accounted for possibly 18 million downloads right there, but only 9 yeah. million people really playing. Also, I imagine since it's free, a lot of people probably downloaded it, played mm-hmm. for like a week and then yep. just never touched it again. No, they so. really, they're really trying to get people to play more. Or, like, actually play the game as well. Because they, like, introduce new missions to, like, get them to do, like, more quote-unquote advanced things. I'm putting that in quotes because, Mm. like, many people who play Unite will know if you get into a party with the randos and then you see somebody who's just, like, holding a potion as their item, everybody goes, oh, no. (laughs) Because that's, like, the first item you get and defaults to you holding it. And so if you haven't, like, upgraded to something else, that means you haven't actually played the game or don't know what you're doing. Because Potion's probably the worst one of, like, the other ones you could be using. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, like, beginner because it's like, oh, I can heal. And, like, that's somewhat useful and you can learn, like, oh, these items could be used for something. But, Mm. like, Eject Button's obviously, like, the better one right now, but... Uh, you see that happen, but now they have like events in the game where, like, if you play X number of games with an item that's not potion, <laughs> you get extra stuff. <laughs> mm. So it's just trying to get people to like do other things and actually play the game and possibly get better. Mm. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's it is what it is. I see. Like, if you get like one or two really bad teammates, I can just sink the whole team. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can imagine. Yeah, but uh, let's move on. Yeah, so the third episode of Pokemon Evolution has been released. Its title is Divisionary, and it focuses essentially on Lysander, and more specifically on that one battle when you just got the legendary Pokemon, and he's mm-hmm. wearing that weird tech suit and stuff. Yes, the, the unexplained tech suit. Yeah. yeah. I have to be honest, this episode was nowhere near as good as the first two. So you guys have watched it? I only watched the first one. I haven't watched. I forgot that they were coming out. I'm gonna be completely yeah, me too. honest. <laughs> I, I think it just has to do with the frequency because they're only coming out like once every two weeks right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think that that's my problem because like I remember when Generations was coming out, I was waiting for it every day, every week because they they had like 18 mm-hmm. episodes for 18 weeks, right? So I was waiting for it every single week, and now that it's two weeks, I'm like, I just don't, I don't remember that they're coming out. I don't remember that they're coming out. I just see them in my recommended list on YouTube mm. and I click on them because they're like seven minutes. Yeah, no, they're so. not bad. They're a good length. I just wish they were coming out more frequently because like they're going to pause them at some point and then just start coming out weekly. Yes. And it's very yes. confusing to me. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. The next one is coming out in two weeks and then they stop and then four in a row are coming out every week in December. Something yes. like that. Huh, yeah. Okay. It's super weird. Very. I feel like I I could see it being like a COVID problem. You know what I mean? Like they wanted to do eight weeks of eight episodes or whatever. And then mm. because of production issues, they, they couldn't meet that deadline the way they wanted to. I don't know if it's that or if they want to leave like November completely free of other oh, stuff for to focus BDSP. on promoting BDSB. Oh, that makes sense. They didn't do it for generations, but I could see it. Yeah. yeah. I, I could definitely see that. It could also be that they want the Sino episode to come out after BDSP. Oh, and they that, that kind makes of sense to me. Messed too. up oh. the, the synchronization on that. 
That's a really weird way. I think the synchronization in general has been weird because mm-hmm. I don't think VDSP was supposed to come out this year. I think it was supposed to come out last year and COVID slowed it down. Maybe. I don't know. At this point, it's hard to say. <laughs> it is hard to say, but like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if BDSP was supposed to have come out last year and they were going to launch Legends Arceus in November of this year instead of like back to back. Yeah, instead of the beginning of the year. Could be, but at the same time, mm, I don't know. I don't know either. Because we did we did have the DLC. Like as much as excited as I am about Legends Arceus and there's like a lot of negative feedback on it right now. Because I think they just dropped, I think there was like a Taku article where they just dropped that it's not going to be open world, it's going to be more Monster Hunter style, which we all assumed, at least here. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. Once again, the public makes an assumption yes. and then is disappointed. Surprising. Yeah, and so everybody was just like, wow, what lazy. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, it's just a different <laughs> game. And so right, it's releasing fine. it in January... It's a very odd time. Like, January is, like, when nothing yeah. releases. And for good reason, because right. Christmas just happened. So, like, everybody kind of blew yeah. their money already. Right. It's not... Everybody's trying to make money at the end of the year. Yeah. Know, get into the black, and then yeah. beginning of January, oh, we're going to release this big game. Okay. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's set up to fail, which is kind of sad. It is sad. I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of positive press about it, though. Oh, I mean, it's a Pokemon game. I think it's going to do well. It's going to probably be okay. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. I, I just I just expect... I don't expect it to do as well as it could do. You know what I mean? Mm, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think those numbers should be taken with a grain of salt. And I'm sure TPCI is planning for that. But let's move on. Oh, I'm blue. Uh, there's new Poketunes <laughs> episodes. Uh, if you're in need of more content, I'm not, but that's okay. More power to the people who do watch the Poketunes. I think, the, I think yeah. the latest one actually came out in English, so... Huh. And then also, because you like bad movies, Secrets of the Jungle <laughs> is now available to watch internationally on Netflix. Yay. The Dada Sarood and the Shiny Celebi codes are starting to roll out. I got mine already. Yep. I got mine too. To players I registered to the newsletter. I hate the newsletter. I missed it because the... I hate that distribution method. Yeah, the email that I had registered to the newsletter got deactivated. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh. Also, if you want, if you want a shiny, <laughs> if you want a shiny selfie and a Dada Zarud, sign up for the Puckle newsletter. We have a newsletter. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought about it because, like, I don't know. Like, you you look at like all the podcasting, like how to podcast stuff, and they're just like, oh, you should have a newsletter so you can grab people and build a business. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah mm. and you know what? Most people don't like getting random emails, right? I'll be like, hey, pu- hey, insert name here. We got cool new Puckle things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm. I'm not going to spam you guys. No. I don't like that. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> it's not worth the time. I'll spam you, Mark, but nobody else. Okay. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, I think this is you, Mark. Uh, yes, it is. Amazon has confirmed that if you pre-order the double pack for BDSP, you will receive a download code that provides you with too fast, too level, too heavy, too moon, too love, too friend, and too lure balls, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Very. Especially since they weren't in Diamond and Pearl the first time, so. Right? <laughs> I think it's neat, like, all the different, like, ways you can pre-order BDSP. They, like, there's so many different, like, little gifts that the different uh, companies are offering. So, like, I've been a big fan of just downloading games on the Switch lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Which makes me really sad, because, like, you miss out on, like, a lot of these pre-order bonuses. And, like, the number one for me is, like, Legends Arceus. You get, like, the little sitting cutie of the Legend of Arceus. 
when it launches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, if you do yeah. it on Pokemon Center, and like I'm like I kind of want to do it for that, but then I'm gonna have to wait to get it probably for a day or two. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah and then it's on cart and yeah, yeah. And it's on cart and then i don't get to carry it around with me it's a problem mm-hmm. that's one of the things i don't like about the switch is that all of the the game data is local yeah. yes a lot of it is yeah yeah it's like i can't i literally can't transfer my game to a different switch if i wanted like if i switch exactly. guys it's done it's literally the reason i don't own a switch light yeah it, they do have some cloud saves pokemon no but like yeah pokemon is not pokemon no which is kind of a bummer which sucks yeah which is kind of a bummer because i think they didn't do it because like that would be like an easy way to like clone a full save or something like that but come on i already have a modded switch and i can already do that so right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i can can already do that so let's let's all slow our roll there i don't know uh it is what it is uh moving on apparently best buy is doing something when's it cut this affects literally everybody but you in this chat right now. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, maybe we'll get something in Europe. I don't know yet. So there's this new distribution when if you go to Best Buy, you can get a serial code to get a Dynamax crystal. One of them will get you a max rate battle against Gigantamax Pikachu, and the other will get you a max rate battle against Gigantamax Eevee. They have the moves Celebrate and Wish and their hidden abilities respectively of Lightning Rod or Anticipation. And this event will run from October 10th through October 24th. Why? I guess. Because maybe you only (laughs) bought one of Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? Uh, Even if you did that, I think they've already run events to catch them in the wild area. But maybe you missed them. I don't know. But they're just like, you want to go to Best Buy? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you want to go to a store and do this. <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I've never wanted to go to, to, like, I used to like going to Best Buy, but now I go there and I'm like, man, this is all overpriced electronics. Yeah. And then it's just like, I can just go to Amazon, which is also horrible to think. But yeah, if Best Buy wasn't as overpriced as Best Buy is, it'd be easier. You know, I think that's one of the blessings of the pandemic is I have no, I feel like I have no obligation to go to physical stores anymore. Uh, I don't know if I like that as a blessing because like I really like going to smaller stores. Okay. Well, that's different. That's different. Well, like, like small, I'm, I'm putting like, I'm putting like smaller in quotes because like you've got Micro Center, right? Which is a quote unquote chain, right? They've got like 30 some stores around the US or something. And like I, I would much rather go to them than Best Buy, right? And they're a brick and mortar store. I mean, yes, like that kind of business, yes, but otherwise, no. Like, I don't have to go to Best Buy. That's fine. Understandable. Understandable. All right, moving on to video game battling news. Series 10, 11 of online of Ranked Online has been announced, which will utilize the same Pokemon legality as Series 10, meaning you can take one legendary, or one restricted legendary, but Dynamax returns, so we'll see the players drop oh, off. Okay. Oh. Man... <laughs> You don't even know how I've been waiting for that news one to, to see what would happen because uh, I think uh, Whimsicott was on the show when I talked about it, but there is literally there have been three times where play of competitive on like BS the BSS ladder and the or the VGC ladder have ticked up. One when Isle of Armor came out, two when Crown Hunter mm-hmm. came out, and three mm-hmm. when they turned off Dynamax. Yep, <laughs> I'm not even yeah. kidding. I'm not even kidding. I believe it. And uh, it's just like, oh, cool. So you're just going to ruin it again. That's all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. 
Uh, move on, Mark. You got this next one. Yeah, Play Pokemon has confirmed that events will resume in 2022, with some information for European events being announced, which I don't have here in the sheet. No. Nope. So... <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Must not be that yeah. important. I'm in Europe, and I didn't see that, so... <laughs> yeah, Wims is the only one. Yeah, but I, I don't think I'm going to go to an event in 2022. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really bold of them to plan it right now. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, it's yeah. a little, little early to be saying, like, hey, we're going to be doing this next year. Yeah. But yep. We'll see. Anywho. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm just, I like, at this point, I just feel like people are just throwing in the towel, giving up, and just like, good enough. Yeah. Yeah, which is bad. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. again, I like having the ability to not go in person to certain things. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I I hope they do some hybrid where you can still play online hmm. and still like qualify for worlds online. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be nice, mm-hmm. especially since like different countries have extremely different situations at this point. So, and who knows what that's going to be next year? Also, it just lowers the bar to entry Mm-mm. because I think Pokemon has like an artificial gate because you have to pay money to go compete in these events yes and if you look at the first if you look at the first players cup that we did uh when covid hit there were so many new names winning Mm-mm. Yes. like i think the top eight was all people who had never been seen before yeah yeah which was cool yeah i want more of that so i hope they keep that up let's keep doing it yeah lower the playing field yeah pokemon go though pokemon go so these Play Pokemon events are returning, so TPCI has announced that a Pokemon Go Championship series will run <laughs> along the other typical events, I'm sorry. which are the video game, the TCG, and Pokken, which is like, okay. wow. Pokken, we're still so, trying to make this happen, Pocken, huh? Yeah. Mean Girls meme, Mean Girls meme right there. Stop trying to make Pokken happen. It's not, not going to happen. forgetting it exists until I see this stuff in the news. Right? <laughs> they haven't done anything with it since like 2017. Yeah. It's insane. It's still around somehow. It's weird. Truly, truly weird. We live in some weird times. Also, Pokemon Go Championship. I don't. I don't know. No, it's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'm not going to think about it too much because people are like really freaking out about this, and I'm just really? like, yeah, I don't know why. I'm just like, this isn't that exciting, guys. Like, you're going to go no. sit up in front of a a stage and like tap on the phone, right? Exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> Could you also imagine if like the reception was really bad and Niantic servers glitched out during like the finals or oh, whatever? Oh wow. Which oh, has wow. a higher than like a higher probability to happen than you would think. I right. mean, we all remember what happened at the first Pokemon Go Fest. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I'm very yep. excited. I'm very excited to see uh, if it messes up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, honestly, at least with, I don't know, the others have some level of skill involved. Yeah. Right. I I probably don't understand enough about it to see where the skill is in Pokemon Go battling. So it's like I've done it a little bit and it seems to me, and maybe I'm totally wrong in this, like the people who are better at it are a little more strategic about like when they use their charged attacks. But yes. Okay. And their shields then, and everything. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's like not that 
great of a strategy and like, I mean I if know. you're telling me it has at least some strategy There's and some. it's not like the person some. whose finger hearts the least wins then I'm okay with it There's a little more yeah. strategy to it I, like I like when I play online and stuff, it's just very. There's definitely server lag. Yeah, that mm. makes sense. And that's probably my biggest fear. Yeah, I see. They're gonna drag in the Niantic servers into the venue, though. Probably, so it's fine. Just um, right there on site. Yeah, on site. They're gonna. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, generators right. and everything. Yeah, finish it off, Mosicat. Yeah, they're gonna let like seniors and masters register. There's going to be regional and international events. It requires a linked Pokemon Trainer Club account, and it's slated to begin in 2022. I just, none of this is of interest to me, but it might be of interest to some of you. So here you go. Yes. Something else that is happening in Pokemon Go is that we had an announcement with a very distinctive silhouette that seems to imply that Galarian's Loking is going to be released in an upcoming Halloween event. So, there's that. Yes. Awesome. So, Mm-mm. that's the news. Uh, the only thing I'll say is watch out for some Puckle stuff where you're probably going to give away Shiny Celebi slash Dada Sarud to the community. Um, because I'm sure people miss the Trainers Club's newsletter and it sucks. So you'll get your chance to grab one of those this week. Uh, I'm going to put the image out for all of the content we have planned for this week and it will have all the details there for it. So definitely check that out. Uh, so on that note though, we're going to kick things on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz where we are going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We are going to go ahead and jump right into these questions. Our first one this week, guys, is going to come to you from Orange Panda. What Pokemon has the most letters in its English name? I think I've asked this before. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I've definitely asked this before. Um. So something that exists after Gen 6, <laughs> I imagine. Um. Man, okay, I'm trying to think. Most It's letters. weird because like there's a there's the same character limit for everyone, but uh-huh. evidently only one of them makes full use of it. Hmm, interesting. So I'm trying to think what has Hmm, what has a really long limit? name? I think it's 12 now. 12? It used okay. to be 10. So something with 12 letters. Yeah. English is such a weird language, too, that I can't even say, oh, it's probably the one that has the most syllables in its name, because it's no. probably not. No. You and your weird habit of spelling things with way too many letters. That's mm. okay. I re- this is a really strange question. Right. I've never considered this before. I've totally asked this question Same. before. I've totally you asked have, this question but before. I, it's been a while, and I don't remember the answer. 
Right. Would, like, special characters, like, I don't know, a hyphen count? I will tell you there is no special characters in this Pokemon's name. Okay, fair. Okay. So it's not um, ho <laughs> I Definitely mean, <laughs> you, you did say letters, but I, I wanted to know. It's It doesn't matter regardless. Mm, okay. I will tell you it is a Gen 7 Pokemon. Is it? And it didn't get a Oh, gosh, I think it might be Crabominable. Oh, yeah, okay. What did you say, Thatch? It didn't get a passport. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, Crabominable. That makes sense. Is it 12 letters? Is that your final answer? Yeah, yes. it's 12 letters, so I think it's Crabominable is correct with 12 letters. <laughs> <laughs> Runners Gosh. up uh, with 11 characters are Fletchinder, Poltegeist, Centiscorch, Barrascuta, Corviknight, Blacephalon, and Stonejourner. Um, for Alligator and Victory Bell... Uh, would have made it, uh, however, at the time the character limit was 10. So. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, for alligator gets kind of squished. They got, they're just like, yeah, that'll work. It's fine. So, <laughs> I, I like that they did like for alligator. They're just like, yeah, don't, don't worry about making that fill it out. Don't fill it out. That's just, yeah, that's just like its name. <laughs> that's just its name. It's fine. Yeah. All right. That's one for one. Your next question is going to come, you know what, from Coil, and it's multiple choice, a true multiple choice question. So Mm. you have a 25% chance of getting it. Okay. What does the Landsat Berry do? A, Mm. nothing. B, (laughs) raises the holder's special defense by one stage after it's hit by a special attack, single use. C, halves the damage taken from super effective electric type attacks, single use. Or D, Holder gains the focus energy effect when at one quarter HP or less, single use. So I would exclude the second two because I know the berries that do that, and it's different mm-hmm. berries. You're right. Um, and, so nothing or focus energy. Yeah. And I think the berries that do nothing are, like, I know them because they're the ones you use for, like, cooking. Mm-hmm. So... so I kind of lean towards the fourth one. I might yeah. be wrong, of course. You know, I'm, I'm going to back you up on that. That's fine. We, we should okay. do that. Let's go with option D. D, holder gains the focus energy effect when at one quarter HP or less. Single use is correct. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what Landsat Berry does. <laughs> I assume nobody uses it. Yeah, I yeah. definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This question is your Pokedex entry question. You get two chances. If you get it wrong on the first try, you get a second entry. But you can get two points here. So you guys are two for two. Let's see if we can make it four for three. So this one is going to come from the trivia master himself, Liger. It's Pokemon Sun entry reads, Many of these Pokemon can be seen in areas with volcanic activity. Feeding can get them so excited they exhale flames of 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. Who is that Pokemon? We'll translate that for you, Whimsicott. That's roughly, uh, that's roughly no, no, like no, 600 it's, it's C. Fine. Roughly 600 <laughs> fine. C. I, can, I, I know can that's the detail. Myself. I know that's the detail that you care about. Can you repeat the question, though? Because I didn't hear it properly. Yeah, sure. It's Pokemon Sun Entry reads, Many of these Pokemon can be seen in areas with volcanic activity. Feeding can get them so excited, they exhale flames of 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. Who's that Pokemon? Like how many fire types hang around volcanoes? Like Pikachu. It could be Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu, clearly. Um, but like they do they do spit flames and they get excited. Yeah. Which 
for some reason, and it might just be because this is Pokemon Sun and there's a volcano in Pokemon Sun and they live in the volcano in Pokemon Sun and they're introducing Pokemon Sun, it makes me think of Salanded. I don't know why. I mean, I guess we have multiple ch- choices here, multiple chances. So yes. we can, I, I'm okay with it because I have no idea what this could be. I, That's the only thing that came to mind. So we might yeah, as well throw it out it. there. Salandit is unfortunately incorrect. So your next ent- your next entry is from Pokemon Gold. Oh. Each and every time it inhales and exhales, hot embers dribble out of its mouth and nostrils. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. In gold. Um I wanna say Magmar. <laughs> Magmar? Okay. Um because so yeah, the Slugma and Magcargo line are a possibility, but they, they usually talk like about their skin hardening. Yeah. Um, see, that's kind of what I was leaning towards was, yeah. was like Slugma, but and they did they, like it does say the embers dribble, mm-hmm. and they kind of dribble out of its mouth, right? Yeah, I kind of like the Slugma line because of yeah. that. Probably more than mm. uh, Magmar, but yeah. Yeah, I like it better. So, do you want to say Slagma or Monk Cargo? Oof. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind of see Slagma getting excited more right. so than Monk Cargo. Right. So. Yeah, let's do Slagma. Okay. Slugma is incorrect. The oh, answer no. is Magby. Oh, Magby. Magby. Oh. This is all about Magby all the time. Because it's a baby and babies dribble. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. This is your multiple answer question. It's going to be worth up to three points today. This one's actually going to be from Bosephus. There are three answers. Ooh. Hi, Bo. What are the only three Gen 1 Pokemon without an evolution line, Mega Evolution, Gigantamax, or Regional Form? Um, he says, okay. aka, no love at all, slash single stage from Kanto with no other forms. Okay. There are only three of them. Well, one of them is Taurus. I'm pretty Taurus? sure. Yeah, Taurus. That is correct. Sure. It gets, that is correct. I think it, okay, it gets nothing. Um, yeah, it doesn't have anything. Uh, let's see, single stage. Um, That has an evolution line, that has an evolution line, that has uh, Gigantamax. Um, that has an evolution line. Well, one is Ditto. Oh, yeah, Ditto, of course. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Ditto is also Ditto. correct. Ditto is also correct. Okay. There is one more. Yeah, there is one you more. You do have the hint. Uh, were, we, I know. Uh, let's see if we can get yeah, it without the hint. Mm-hmm. Because I, thi- I think we can. Yeah. Uh, the, well, technically, Mew doesn't have any of that. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if that would counts in this situation. Why wouldn't it, it count in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> it's a Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mew is correct. All right. That's all three. Tauros, Ditto, and Mew. Everybody else has been touched, unfortunately. They, well, they, mean, they're just destroying it. Mew is a mythical, so it's kind of like... <laughs> Mew, Mew's a mythical, and like Ditto is Ditto. But like yeah, Tauros, so like, then that just makes the Tauros even more egregious, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean... We have been giving Taurus all of the love for yes, every single mailbag segment for so many years. That's true. And that's why it didn't need anyone else's love. Right. So it just makes life worse for Taurus. Uh, mythicals typically don't get forms after the release. Uh, but Ditto did actually have an evolution in the works for gold and silver, which was cut. Yeah. What? 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really, really creepy looking. It was really bad and up. bad. It was just bad. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that idea. And then the other notes from, uh, from Liger say that Tauros just gets an energy drink. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where we go. All right. So your last question is always is your base deck question. You guys got three points on that last one. So that brings you up to five for four. Um, we are going to go ahead and jump into this last one with your base stat. And it's going to be from Sleeve. What not fully evolved psychic type Pokemon has the highest base attack? So mm. do we want to use our... Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I knew Let's it would be that. a good idea to keep it yeah. for this. <laughs> this, is a, uh, this is a regional variant of another Pokemon. Oh, a not fully evolved one. Can you say, can you say it again? Psychic type. Touch? What not fully evolved psychic type Pokemon has the highest base attack of not fully evolved psychic type Pokemon? Okay, so psychic type regional forms, we have like Slowpoke and Ponyta. Is there anything else? <laughs> For psychic type regionals, um, I don't think so. I can't think of any like psychic type Alolan form. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of dark types, not a lot of psychics. So, so this is for attack. Yeah. I kind of want to say Ponyta, but I'm not like, it's Ponyta. Yeah. Versus Slowpoke, which becomes a mixed attacker in its Alolan evolved forms. Hmm. 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 We got two options here. Yep. See, I was kind of leaning towards Slowpoke myself, mm. but. Yeah, because I, I think Ponyta has like more speed than anything else because i like i know rapidish like alolan rapidish doesn't have such a huge attack stat in the end so i knew the answer it, yeah i'm go i'm with okay s- with i'm okay with going with slowpoke yes slowpoke all right yeah let's do yeah. it slowpoke is unfortunately incorrect no. um no. the answer is galarian bonita uh, you also Aww. forgot another psychic type galarian in there by the way uh mr mime Oh, right. Well, oh. That abomination. Yeah, but <laughs> that is how I, I would describe it as well. I want to forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Galarian Ponyta has a base attack of 85. Next up is actually Metang with 75. Mm. Both Slowpoke and Galarian Mr. Mime have 65. Okay. So you were, you, you got the, you got the fourth place, third place contender. Mm. So don't, don't count yourselves okay. out too bad. Uh, all right. So that gives you guys five points today. Five. Yes. Five. five. Nice. Still nice. I mean, that's still a good chunk. That's a good chunk yeah. of points. It's a majority. That's a handful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a handful of points that you guys got. And that does change up the leaderboard if it lets me um, do the thing I want to do. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to we're gonna rank you guys up. Uh, in first place, we still have Seth Vila with 12 points. Tied for second place, we have Whimsicott and Mark with 10. Ooh. Tied for fourth place, we have Sublime and Linian with 7. Sixth place, we have Sigma with 6. And in seventh place, we have Cloud9 with five. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Uh, check us out next week for some more Puckles Pokey Quiz. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier. Because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. 
So if you'd be interested in getting a green tourist badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be starter Pokemon, because they're weird, I guess. I don't know. It's just fun to talk about things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I the thing when we think about starter Pokemon nowadays isn't even... Like, oh, which one's my favorite? It's, it's, isn't Le- Legends doing something really cool? <laughs> and yeah. Like, bring, like <laughs> mixing together. Like, I, I think I said this when Legends was announced, but this is something that I've been wanting from Pokemon for so long is just an adventure with existing Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. They don't have to make brand new Pokemon every single time. I'd love to see their numbers, like sales numbers. Like, do they need to sell the Zacian plushes to make good money? Or can they just push a game with Piplup in it and make a ton of the same money off Piplup, right? And yeah. that, that's one of my big curiosities, because I wonder if you could just push a bunch of old Pokemon to a game. And I think the regionals are a good good like hint of flavor as well in Hisui. Yeah. And I, I think that's really cool. But I, I really hope they just kind of focus on that. I would love for that to just extend generations even longer. Though I know I just have mm. this feeling they're going to announce Gen 9 in February. Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't want it to happen because like I would love one more year in Gen 8. I would not. I would like one more year. Just one more year. Just because they they said they're going to leave the battling on Switch. Yeah. That's true. I think they're doing that on purpose, though, because I think that I, I honestly think their new model is turning out to be more like, hey, we're going to put out a bunch of Pokemon games and you're going to be able to put all those Pokemon in home. Right. And we're going to be working on the yeah. models at the same time. So like then they'll all come to Swish and then Swish is going to be your cool hub for Pokemon. That That's what I'm hoping. It makes sense. But at the same time, Swish is a bad game for that. I don't disagree yeah. with that. But like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> especially since like they're not even giving us megas back uh as far as we know okay i'm just i'm still on this boat of like they probably aren't they they're not coming not this gen not this gen probably not any gen (laughs) i don't agree with you there only because i think dynamax might have them change their like spin on the Mm -hmm. generational gimmick like you just look at the numbers people started playing again when they got rid of dynamax like yeah so just not don't even bring any of them back and now, then, okay, so Mega Evolution's different than both Dynamax and Z Crystals because everybody's like, this is a generational mechanic. I'm like, I don't know. It's been in like half the regions uh, so yeah. far. So I don't know that you can say, oh, it's a, it's a generational mechanic. You can't, it's, yeah. in, it made it into a Mystery Dungeon Explorers, uh, Mystery Dungeon DX. Like, yeah. Mega Evolution's not gone. We got a game in 2020. <laughs> It's more of an additional form for a Pokemon yeah. than yeah, that's true. a gimmick. It's it's a weird place, but I think they'll, like, okay, so my theory, and this would just make the Pokemon community explode with happiness, is they do one more DLC for Swish. And it's like Mega Island, like what they're doing in the anime where Ash has to go to Mega Island to get his <laughs> Lucario right. And oh. you, you get like one more DLC. It's got the remaining Pokemon that aren't in the overlap between BDSP <laughs> Legends and, um, and, uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, those are the only two. Arceus? Um, yeah, they called it Legends already. So those are the only games. They, they have the remaining oh, Pokemon yeah. that aren't there. They give you the, you can find all of the Mega Stones there mm. and you get to have a blast. Honestly, 
it would be so good that now I'm sure they're not going to do it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, not. no, no. Well, if you just look at the hype that there was surrounding, like the reveal that Megas were coming to Pokemon Go before people realized it was yeah. the Pokemon Go announcement. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, uh, it, it, like I feel like that would go over so well. You could charge me a full thirty bucks for that DLC too, and I would buy it. I mean, everyone would, but again. This is the Pokemon company we're talking about. This is Game Freak. You know how little work this is? Like, if I'm capitalist, like, this is very little work for very high reward. So I starters. Agree. Oh, yeah, starters is what we're talking about. <laughs> um, well, right. Blastoise can Mega Evolve and punch people in the face. Uh, all right, moving back to starters. <laughs> and I still think what Legends is doing is really cool, bringing them all together. Because if you just, like, focus on the Pokemon you already have, I think it's really cool. I agree. Yeah. I'm still against the regional evolutions thing though. I don't think that's happening either. There's no, no I don't think that's happening. They're not gonna they're not gonna go touch like the sacred ones. Right. Yeah. And additionally not like just like three random ones, right? Well random quote unquote. Uh, well I mean I mean Charizard hum, but Well yeah, but they're not gonna they haven't touched Charizard either. Like there's no regional Charizard. Unless you can't rage and Draco. No, but she's <laughs> 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 Draco. I don't think they'll do it because if you already look at the three Pokemon that and their final evolutions, like they're just very feudal Japan. Right? Mm, I, I, why would yes. they have regional evolutions anyway? So they're not even from that region. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I, agree. I think though, what Arceus does, well, Arceus, where however you want to say it. Yes. I know we're supposed to say Arceus, but yes. I still like it. Yes. Yeah. I don't but, care. Um. What it does, which is interesting, is it actually shows you the starter Pokemon of Sinnoh in the wild, which of course makes sense because like pretty much every Pokemon comes from the wild. But yes. since the time frame is not that huge, it means that between Arceus and Diamond and Pearl, the Sinnoh starters went extinct in the wild. Yeah. I don't know. Extinct isn't the word I would use. I would use rare only because of the way they introduced starter Pokemon in general to the Pokemon franchise. They're like, these are three very rare Pokemon that I have for my journey. Yeah, which and is what I've always said. Is yeah. that why mo they're mostly male then? Like, that's something that's always confused me. Why there's the gender disparity. I think disparity. it's the other way around, actually. Like, I think they are rare because... You get more males than females right. born. Right. I mean, so is that like is that like a natural like bottleneck on their population because they have so many males? I guess. But I then guess. why are they so much? I mean, are they going to change that at all for Arceus? I wonder. I don't know that it matters as much as you would expect. I don't know. I just I found that as a really weird thing that's been in the games forever for for yeah, starters, yeah. and I really don't know why that exists. I think it's just because they wanted to keep some kind of artificial scarcity to it when they introduced breeding. Because, mm. so, like, Eevee, for example, has the same ratio. You want to make it a bit special when you have one that can breed, even if you don't have a Ditto. That's, That's true. true. But that is a good point. Like, Ditto kind of negates all of that. Maybe it was a justification for those Pokemon being so rare. Like, oh, look at this. I mean, logistically, I think the reason they did it was to make it harder for you to do egg moves initially in mm. gold and silver. I think that's the reason. Mm. And then they just kept that. that tradition because because then people might get uh, get like obsessed with trying to like breed the right egg moves onto their starter Pokemon or something like that and like end up not enjoying the game because of that optimization. That seems silly, I but 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That, I don't know. I've met like, a lot of people. Seems... <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know I don't if know. that's the reasoning, but I, I assume they, they did something like that. That might have been a factor. It also made it yes. harder for you to go ahead and like breed your starter to begin with and make copies mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, I remember when uh, we were playing through Sword and Shield for the first time. And we essentially all started at the same time or a few hours ahead of mm -hmm. each other. And uh, my sobble was female. So oh, I was like handing out sobbles to people <laughs> because I could breed way before you got a chance to obtain a ditto. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. So it yeah. was a bit special. It was nice. But yeah, yeah. that only mattered for like a day and a half. So. Right, because once you get to once people have the access to dittos, then it's like okay, yeah. so none of this matters yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, I, I don't disagree with you. You just can't do egg moves, right? With ditto, that's pretty much the only thing. Though now yeah, everything's a lot easier with egg moves with like the osmosis. And, mm -mm. Right, you don't you don't really need to breed them onto the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, you just need another. You know, but I don't know. Going back to starters, because there are some things about them that are due to the mechanics of the game but at the same time when you look at them from like the inside the pokemon world perspective they get interesting like they all have an extremely narrow range of stats between all of them and they're all like why are they always the same three types we know that it's because of tradition but why does every single region in the pokemon world give out those three types of Pokemon. You know, I remember back when um, Gen 2 first came out, or like we heard about Gen 2, I remember thinking like, man, I really hope they do something different with the types. I hope mm -hmm. like for the starters for Gen 2. Like I was, I remember as a kid, I was like, man, I really hope they don't do just uh, fire, water, grass again. And yeah. I remember being a little disappointed. I mean, it was fine. But like, I mean, I have been disappointed they didn't really break that at all ever in all yeah. the generations they've had like we could do other type combos you know another mm -hmm. rock paper scissors combo and it would be i think more interesting i don't know why we have to stick with those so, three i understand that there's not really except maybe one i think maybe rock fighting flying is the only other trio of types that has the exact same kind of type interaction that fire water and grass does mm, that's not true I Is think you could not? You could pull this off with fairy mm -hmm. steel and fighting right now. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think you could also, well, to a lesser That'd extent. That'd be interesting. Yeah, the dark type one is the one where it gets weird, because, like, dark gets immune to psychic, right? Exactly. That's the reason you can't do it with dark and psychic. You can't really do dark in that sense, but... but yeah, you're right. Fairy steel... No, and wait, because uh, fighting doesn't resist steel. Oh, because you want them to so resist as work. well. You want them to resist yep. as well. There's definitely another one that would work. There definitely has to be another triangle like grass, fire, and water. It will definitely exist. I don't think there is another one that is exactly like that because then, um, like, rock flying and fighting, I think, has the triangle of weaknesses, but those types don't resist themselves. Oh, so that it's too. Not That's exactly true. Exactly the same. But the relationship to each other works for that triangle. They just, they're not the same kind of type because they don't resist themselves. I mean, we could just throw out the idea of having a triangle to begin with. I think the only thing that would have been cooler for like legends is 
well maybe not cooler but the thing that would have been neat would, would be for them just to have like the starter pokemon but they're not actually starters yeah how so well like instead of being like rowlet oshawott and um rowlet oshawott and uh cyndaquil, cyndaquil. You, you do something like oh your starter pokemon for this are um oddish polywag and Mareep or something yeah yeah or not yeah. You, yeah. you can still make it fire water grass so you could just just a different mm. different mons a diff- See, different that- pokemon there are not a lot of three-stage fire-type evolutions that are not That is very true. Yeah. Magby. It's Magby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, that would be disappointing you start with Magby. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'm a big fan of Magby, actually, just because I like starting with baby Pokemon. Um, they, like um, one of my favorite things is Black, White, and Two, where you can catch like the Magby and the Elekid very early on. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually go through the game, and they evolve at like the proper time for that, and everything too. Around the yeah, level, uh, it's but, a level thirty, and then you can go get the item to trade for and evolve them again. But baby Pokemon have really terrible stats, so if yeah. you don't have a solid starter Pokemon to back That's them up, too. like little kids yeah, are gonna have done. a terrible time. That's very true. I don't know that there are other fire types of three stages. Other than aren't starters. Oh, Talonflame. There we go. There's yeah, you Talonflame. have yeah, Talonflame. Talonflame is not a fire type when it starts out. Fletchling's not fire though. Fletchling is a normal oh, type. That's Litwick right, it works. Is. Litwick is a fire type all the way through. There we go. Uh yes. if it didn't require the stone, I would uh say let's go. Carcoal. Carcoal. Oh gosh. That's <laughs> Carcoal is the other choice. A very oh, sad gosh. choice. A very, very yeah. sad choice. I would not no, do but that. I mean, I I agree. Or like one of the things I really like the idea of is, um, and of course they didn't really do anything with this, but being able to have like Eevee as your starter, but actually be able to evolve it, because mm-hmm. yeah. then, then you could evolve it into anything you want. I love that idea as a starter, having options. It would be amazing. But they, they did that once. They did. Uh, but they like, did. I mean. What did you get? Two options? Yeah, you got two of the options. No, no. In uh in uh it was in Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. You could yeah. do you could do all five that were available at the oh. time. Could you? Oh really? I never knew that. Yeah, you, what would happen is you would be you'd be given a uh you could you would be given one of five items. Um, depending oh. on what, which would like you go through like your intro mission, they're just like, oh, here you can have one of these five items, and so you either chose fire, water, thunderstone, or they had something that was like the moon and sun shards. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you could you could hook those on to your EV and level them up, and then they would evolve into Espeon or Umbreon. Hmm. For some reason, I I thought you only got either Espeon or Umbreon. No, it was a really cool. It was a really cool mechanic for literally the reason that Mark said it was cool. So Mm-mm-mm. yeah, uh, you do it, it, it once. Like literally, XD and Gale of Darkness are some of I think the most underrated Pokemon games, mostly because they get forgotten because Pokemon hasn't deemed them main series, right? Yeah, and have kind of just like forgotten their existence, probably because it has something to do with genius or sonority or something. But maybe it, I they've done. It's probably some legal issue or something that's preventing those from coming back in some form. Because I would it love, also, I would love, to, I would love a remake of those. Like that would be crazy cool to get a remake of those. It would be kind of cool. Yeah, I never played them because I didn't have a GameCube. Yeah, understandable. And yeah, that's... so but hmm, they they seem interesting. Yeah. So I mean, that brings up another thing. Like in the lore. Okay, so I remember like in the first episode of the anime where you know Ash comes in late. 
And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, all the Pokemon are gone. I guess you get this Pikachu instead. <laughs> and like, yeah. Okay, season one anime is like in no way any kind of canon, though. Exactly. But, you know, like, there are a lot of people that you run into in the Pokemon world who don't have starters, like the traditional starters. Yes. So, like, is there only a certain group of people who do get those? Or do they, you know, like, how does this work? So, in my head, Canon, it's like the equivalent of, like, the rich kids, you know? Like, the rich kids Mm. get, like, the proper Pokemon trainer schooling. And they go get the Pokemon oh. license, and then the other people that you battle, they're just like, yeah, I just caught this Pokemon on the side of the street, and then we decided to get good, right? It's weird, though, because I would argue that of all the protagonists, the only one that really has a, like, a solid connection is the Hoenn protagonist, because their dad is a gym leader. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is like, father, what are those? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, uh, Gen 8, we had, uh, you know, the connection with uh, Leon. Yeah, and yeah, in like Gen 5, take 2, your mom is a friend of the professor, but... It just feels like you're in the connections, okay? That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, your character's in the know. <laughs> so do do people who don't live in Pallet Town, do they not have access to the professor and therefore don't have access to mm, the real Pokemon? Maybe. Probably. Like, like, at the same time, it's like, okay, so in the Pokemon manga, as many things do in the Pokemon manga, it made more sense. Uh, the Pokemon manga has been reported to be, like, the idealized version that a exactly. lot of the creators imagine the Pokemon world to be. Oh, really? Exactly. I've never, I've never read them, so I, I'm not familiar so, at all. 100% recommend. Yes. In Pokemon Adventures, what happens is that pretty much the only people who get an actual starter Pokemon, like a Bulbasaur or something like that, are the Pokedex holders, mm-hmm. which oh. are chosen by the professor of the region... As so especially talented, yeah, especially talented Pokemon players who can help out with the research. And pretty much everyone who gets a starter Pokemon actually already has their own Pokemon, oh. which yeah. is how the professor knows that they're a talented Pokemon trainer. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Starter Pokemon aren't the quote unquote first partner Pokemon in the in the manga. The manga, exactly. the manga is just really good. I'm really into the manga. Wait, so mm-hmm. if, if that's the case, then how do they get the first Mons? They just, they catch, just catch it, like, or they just get like it from random. their parents or yeah. their siblings or something yeah. like that. Oh, they get handed down. Okay. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, in the games, this becomes weird because yeah. you are canonically very enthusiastic about Pokemon and there are preschoolers out there who are five years old and already training like a Rattata and a Hopip, say, but you... You waited until you were, like, more than twice their age to get a Pokemon. How does that check out? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, there's, they're like, oh, you're you're the proper age now. Here's I, a Pokemon. I like the, the uh, these children. <laughs> I, like the, I like the description they more give in, like, the gold and silver manga, where mm-hmm. uh, gold has grown up with Pokemon his whole life. Like, his family just has a bunch of Pokemon. And mm-hmm. he sees them all as their, his family and stuff like that. And so what I would like to, what I like to imagine is like your family has Pokemon. You've grown up with Pokemon. And then, so like maybe when you went to preschool, like you brought one of your Pokemon with you, your family's Pokemon with you. Okay. And so then when you, when you go get your first Pokemon or your starter Pokemon, that's you finally like going out to collect your own Pokemon and not use your family's Pokemon anymore. Mm. 
Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, some of the games have your family with a, 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 at least one Pokemon in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, like, just imagine, so Professor Oak says you can't go into the tall grass, right, at the beginning of yeah. Red and Blue without a Pokemon. And if you think about that, that's the only way out of Pallet Town. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you just never leave Pallet Town? Unless you are a very rich person like Lily, yeah. who goes around with repels all through Alola. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's actually something that should have been discussed a couple of weeks ago on the <laughs> things that Pokemon do besides battling. They're probably like an escort service that came out wrong. Mm. But um, <laughs> like when people have to go through the tall grass, they just could rent your Pokemon or rent your your services as a Pokemon trainer to travel if yep. they don't want to, like, catch a Pokemon taxi or a Pokemon ride, you know? I yep. feel like that's probably why most people have a Mon, you know, in the household, or at least one of them, is because to do any mm. traveling, you have to almost have one with you. It's, it's, it's just protection. Yep. Yeah, I mean, unless, like, everyone just uses cars and we just don't see them because <laughs> there's no, there's no real one. roads. <laughs> That we actually get to see. Oh, there's there's yeah. a truck in the, in Gen One, right? With the yeah. Underneath it, right? Yeah. <laughs> a single truck. Off screen, technically, because in order to see the truck, you have to do some very janky stuff. It's not that janky. There's dang- definitely jankier stuff to do, but uh, it yeah, was but- not. It was not intended to be seen. That is for sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not intended to be seen. But yeah, I don't know. Starter Pokemon are cool. I I don't yeah, know. They are. The only ones that I'm yeah. not a big fan of are honestly the Gen 8 ones. I feel like, I feel like more, well, I really? feel like, okay, okay. So I think ever since, um, not Gen 5, I, like Gen 5 was like the last one that I would say like are, are good starters. Cause like, I mean, Greninja's cool and all, but if you look Gen 6, Gen 7, and Gen 8, they're just like, yeah, so how humanoid can we make these Pokemon? Yes, but I don't think Gen 5 has very good ones either. Uh, I don't think so either, but I I appreciate oh, them evolving into not people. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, so, that's like like the is pretty good at least. Like it's just it, it's like mm-hmm. an it's archer owl. thing, but like and maybe Primarina can have an argument, but like it just feels like they're trying to make all the starter Pokémon people or biped bipedal like just like your best friend you can hang out with and fist bump, you know? Yeah. yeah. So on one hand, I agree with you that we absolutely need more starter Pokemon who just stay animal shaped. Yes, yeah. that's that's my yes. biggest that's my on biggest the other, thing. On the other, I was thinking before the show, like if you put all of the starter Pokemon in front of me, excluding Pikachu and Eevee, and you ask me to pick a starter, I honestly might pick Sobble. Well, if we're talking first, if we're talking first stages, that's a completely different story. I'm talking more no, about no, no, the no, final no. evolutions. I'm I'm taking final evolutions into account, and I think in the end, all of the work because I think everyone knows this, but they have said multiple times that starter Pokemon lines are among the ones that get the most work put into them by the developing team. Yeah, absolutely. And especially by the design team. And I think all the work they've been putting in has produced over the past three generations, at least one absolute banger for every generation. No, I agree with that. For me, they are Greninja, Decidueye, and Intellion. Interesting, because I would have not picked those. <laughs> I figured. I would have picked Greninja and the more popular ones, obviously, Incineroar. And then probably from there, Cinderace. 
I uh, hate Incineroar. See, I really like Rillaboom, and I typically uh, gravitate towards grass types, anyways. Like my favorite, but that's is, the thing is Torterra. But that's the thing. Like they did a good job because there's something for everyone. Yeah, I mean that's the beauty. Of Pokemon I don't disagree. In I just, I just don't want my starter Pokemon to just always be like. A dude. I just don't want to fist bump my <laughs> starter Pokemon every time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, as much as much hate as like Samurai gets, at least I get to be like, yeah, you're a cool thing, Samurai. And yeah, yeah, uh, you're definitely but, like a Pokemon. You're an animal, you know. And like, or at least a I monster. Don't know. I think, like, yeah, you're you a know, monster. Yeah. Exactly. Like I think about Charizard. Like, okay, exactly. You know, cute little Charmander. It becomes a big monster in its final stage, and that's cool. I like yeah. that. Yep. So 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 if they had like not turn Tara Cat into totally not a fighting type, guys. This uh-huh. one's an evil one. <laughs> yeah. And they had kept it quadrupedal, uh that like I mean giant cat. That would have been redeeming. Yes. That would have been fantastic. I was hoping for that. I got I was so disappointed when we got in Cineroar. As I'm like, Same. man, they could have had a cool tiger thing. And yeah. they could have you yeah. know what? They could have still made it fire dark and made a really cool fire dark tiger thing yeah yes i'm actually surprised that we don't have more tigers in pokemon like we have some lions we you know yeah we have like very Um, few tiger examples arcanine is kind of a dog tiger my (laughs) i guess uh, my my absolute hope now is that when uh gen 9 gets announced that the starter pokemon look like pokemon and they don't become my best friends that, yes. Like my like I I want to walk in like they still they'll still be my best friend because like that that's the bond you're supposed to build with them but like I want to yeah. I want to like do something like with Torterra and be like I pat you on the shell bud and we walk in and we do this together exactly you know, I right. want them to be more like my best friend in the way my dog's my best friend yes uh, mm-hmm. yes big monster uh, dogs that's what we want uh, that's what I want um I don't I don't want to be like hey person that is. Got magical powers, and I keep trapped like a slave in a ball? Like Delphox? Yeah, that's super weird. <laughs> You're right. You're smarter than me? Um, I should I should not keep Lizard Daniel Craig in my pocket. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking. That's all, that's all I'm thinking. Like, that's my thought. Yeah, no, I that's agree with thought. that. I, that's, that's my personal preference for designs anyways. That goes beyond just starters for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's my biggest gripe right now. It's just like modern Pokemon has been like, yeah, humanoids. That's what we need. I know why they're yeah. doing it because they people like those. Like people, I know. And there's a lot of other reasons we probably can't talk about it here. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like that people like those. I mean, think about it. We we were like, oh my god, this this roly coly thing is gonna turn into a train. No, it stood up. Why did it have to stand up? No, they just took Rhyperior's base frame and they're just like, yeah, good enough. Gosh. Gosh. It was very disappointing. Especially after Carcoal, too. Yeah. Like, uh, I just forget we, that whole line exists, to be honest. No, it's because they ruined it. They literally ruined it with, Mm-mm. uh, they, they literally ruined it with, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? I already forgot it. Uh, Roly Coley, <laughs> Carcoal, and then he evolves into, oh my gosh, I can see it, but I don't know. Colossal. <laughs> Colossal. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like it, Colossal just feels very out of place, you know? It's like Star Wars 9. Yes. I was so much enjoying the new trilogy, even Star Wars 8. No, I it's fine. It. If they would have doubled down on Star Wars 8 and like kept going, it would have been great. Yep. 
Yep. I, I would have, I would like, I know, like, I was one of the people that was like, man, Star Wars 8 is kind of bad. But if they would have, like, kept going and, like, shown me what they could have done with it, that direction, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, yeah, this is probably fine. But then they were just like, yeah. let's backtrack everything. I have opinions yeah. on this. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about it because it's a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Starter Pokemon are cool. We like them. They have interesting things. I think this is a good place to end, though. Yes. Yes. So we are going <laughs> to go ahead and do that. There. And we are going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you guys on the flip flop. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 556, Maractus, the Cactus Pokemon. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's Pokemon Sword Pokedex entry states, with noises that could be mistaken for, for the rattles of Maracas, it creates an upbeat rhythm, startling bird Pokemon and making them fly off in a hurry. I want to know if there's more cactus Pokemon or if it's just Maractus. One sec. I'm, this is a yes, quick, there this is, is a, Cacnea. Yeah. It does it, is it? Is it okay? Cacnea is is the cactus Pokemon. It's the only other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it, yes, I was just like, are there more? Because I need to know. I need to know how bad they were about this. Like Blastoise, the shellfish Pokemon. You know. Yeah, Jesus. that was bad. Uh, Maractus is awful. I don't know what we're doing with it today, but we're absolutely gonna try. <laughs> Excuse you, someone we know just got very offended right now. Uh, that's true. They would also agree. They would also agree. Yeah. I mean, I so. like Maractus, but yes, it's not good. All right. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a look at these stats. 75 HP, 86 attack, 67 defense, 106 special attack, which is actually surprisingly high for what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. 67 special defense and 60 speed. Nothing about this is great. No. <laughs> but it turns out it can actually end up okoing a Zacian. There is a world oh. in which uh, Maractus, in I don't, I believe this is going to be a doubles team, it can actually KO a Zacian, which is one of the number one like restricted Pokemon right now. So interesting. Do tell. I will tell you. Um, I'm going to take two of these Pokemon. They're not going to be in the order you think they are. So I apologize in advance. So we have Maractus with a Life Orb with Chlorophyll. It, 28 attack I am sure that is for some grass knot damage to make sure you maximize grass knot damage on something probably grass like is a special move oh yeah it is yeah oh it's for throat chop yep yeah but tw- 228 special attack 252 speed because you're not going fast uh, mild nature which is weird as well uh, but you get spiky shield because it's better than protect grass knot mm-hmm. weather ball and throat chop uh, this is paired on the team with a Groudon Mm-hmm. Um, and so it turns out in the sun with 228 special attack and that mild nature, um, weather ball turns into a fire type move and can in fact one hit KO a Zacian. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And with chlorophyll, you were going to outspeed the Zacian as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. I love this. Maractus can Oko a Zacian. It is holding a life orb, which is nutsos to begin with, uh, as well. So <laughs> it is, uh, it is absolutely insane. I mean, everything about this is insane, but then you can tell your friends you KO-ization, like you KO-ization with a Maractus. Yes. This so. is, this is all for that special someone. It's, it's all worth it. 
<laughs> you you put this on you put this on the team uh, like I said with a Groudon. This is a very uh, interesting Groudon. Um, it has white mm-hmm. herb, I guess, to protect it from intimidates from something like a a uh, Incineroar. It is two fifty two HP, two thirty six attack, and twenty special defense. Probably calc for something. I do not know what it is. Adamant nature, protect. Heat Crash, which is interesting in and of itself, but it's an adamant mm-hmm. Groudon, so that makes sense, I guess. Uh, Precipice Blades and Substitute. Hmm. So it, it's fun. Interesting set. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have two little helpers on this team. Yes. One of them is Female Indeedy, holding a Focus Sash with the ability Psychic Surge, a Bold Nature, 236 HP, 236 Defense, 36 special defense, and it's specified that it should have 18 IVs in speed, probably to underspeed or outspeed something, as we're going to see, because this Indeedy is carrying Expanding Force, Follow Me, Helping Hand, and Fake Out, but the other Pokemon on the team is Porygon 2, holding an Eviolite with the ability Download, because it's... It's a Polygon too. You're going to have a download. Uh, 244 mm-hmm. HP, 60 defense, 204 special defense with a calm nature. And the Polygon 2 is carrying Trick Room. And then it has Try Attack, Foul Play, and Recover. And so the team can also have a Trick Room mode. That's why the slow exactly. Groudon exists. And then also, mm-hmm. if you just want to play more Actus without Groudon, yeah. I yes. guess it'll work. Mm, That's probably know. not what like, you max- should do. You should probably use like the no. next Pokemon, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Porygon is pretty classic and the Indeedy helps out, but the real star of any Trick Room team is uh, yeah, Stack Attacker. Stack Attacker. So yeah, we got Stack Attacker here with a Choppleberry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Has a Beast Boost, of course. Uh, 252 HP, 252 attack, 4 special defense, Brave Nature. We got Rock Slide, Trick Room, Gyro Ball, and Body Press. Because, you know, it's Takataka. And finally, you have Arcanine with a Rocky Helmet and Intimidate, like you do. It has 204 HP, 244 defense, 4 special attack, 4 special defense, and 52 speed with Bold Nature. That's a very interesting uh, spread of EVs there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it has flamethrower, snarl, will-o'-wisp, and roar. That's good support, Arcanine. Yeah, it's it's gonna do it's gonna do Arcanine things. I think it's like the weakest member of the team. Like the rest yeah. of it feels very synergy, right? Mm. That one, that one, especially like it's just like yeah, we wanted us, we wanted an Arcanine. <laughs> yeah, we want to be able to yeah. intimidate. So here it is. We wanted to intimidate, and I don't like Incineroar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think what they wanted was an Incineroar without another fighting weakness. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, probably true. Sense. I guess you have a fighting weakness there uh, to stack on top of the stack attacker. Mm. And the Porygon. Yeah, the Porygon. And the Porygon. That's true. That's a good point. This team looks fun, though. If you want a shiny Maractus, though, you can go join our Patreon and we'll be giving one of those out. You can, of course, check out this team on our Discord server as well and rent it and try it out and KO some Zashans with the Maractus. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, though, we are going to go ahead and we are going to uh, kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails! You got me. 
And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can send us an emails at puckle at podcast at gmail.com. You can also get the very, very illustrious Green Tauros badge brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Over on the Discord server, you can actually go ahead and get uh, get some like cool exclusive accesses and stuff like that if you get it just by sending in an email to us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. We typically have a question for you guys. And so I think we asked you what you thought of the, the reveals and the news that came out last week. And we only got two emails. You guys got to send some more in. Yeah. It'll be a good time. You could just – this is like easy green Taurus badge territory, guys. Mm-mm. Yeah. End of the year. Come on, guys. Let's do it. End of the year. It does get reset at the end of the year. It does go away. Um, but you should do it while you can. So we're going to go ahead, though, and we're going to we're going to go ahead and read these emails. Our first one this week is going to be from Kester. Kester. I will read this. Kester says, hi there. Kester here writing again. I'm very happy with what we've seen so far from BDSP. I want to put a special focus on the poffin making. My favorite favorite newer features in this games have definitely been the camp-esque activities you can engage with. Pokemon has never been about collection for me. Uh, when I play through a game for the first time, I always want to catch six Pokemon over the course of the entire playthrough and ex- use exclusively that team. Huh. I feel I like feeling as though I have connection with my Pokemon, like they are my friends rather than my slaves. And the physical act of doing something like making curry or cooking poffins really adds to that. Okay, I can see that. Uh, all, all this to say that I really can't wait to make poffins with my Pokemon. Hope you have a great week, Kester. P.S. I can confirm that there is a lot of overlap between Warhammer and Pokemon. As an avid fan of both, I have noticed a lot of players that enjoy both franchises. Absolutely. There you go. I'm telling you, there is Warhammer and Pokemon overlap. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't there be? It's like two things you can get incredibly nerdy about, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and Warhammer is kind of like Pokemon. You got to catch them all, right, to build your army. Yeah, but there's a lot more money involved in that. There's a lot more money involved <laughs> in that. That is one thousand percent true. A lot, but you have to spend your time training your troops. I mean, painting your troops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that's interesting. He was talking about. Um, Catching like six Pokemon, and then he likes to kind of in his head canon think that he's like, you know, really bonding with those six. I think I've done that before, but it's usually been through like specific types of playthroughs. So mm. that's, that's kind of mm. interesting. It's a very Ash Ketchum thing to do. Yeah. Well, I you guess. know, for convenience of the anime. Yeah. <laughs> if we do more, it's confusing. Yeah. But sometimes I, I, I do feel guilty about like boxing something that's been with me for like four gyms. Mm, and then I, I find something life. else that I really want to use, and I'm like, mm, but this guy, though. The way I try so. to do it, especially now with, like, ever since Gen 6, when we've gotten the uh, experience share, um, the modern mm. experience share, is, like, I've just yes. had a rotation. Like, I've had, like, 10 Pokemon on rotation, because mm. ever yeah. since the first playthrough I had of X and Y, where, like, everything got super overleveled very quickly, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the idea anyway, that they want you to, they want you to try out all the Pokemon that you want to try out in one playthrough. Guess that's easier now that you don't have to go back to the uh, Pokemon Center to switch out mods. You just yes. do it right from Ooh, the screen. So much easier. Mm-hmm. That is a quality of life upgrade that I appreciated immensely. Yes, I was skeptical about it at first, but I, I I agree. I think it's been really nice. Yeah, I I didn't like the way it was implemented in Let's Go, but I really yes. like the way it was implemented in Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Let's Go just felt weird to me because it kind of felt like they were dumping all of this new stuff on something that was already old and made up, right? Like, they, like Gen 1 yeah. doesn't accommodate newer features because Gen 1 was made mm-hmm. to accommodate those older features. Mm-hmm. 
then when you get a gen that was just like, we built this with this in mind, it's just yeah. like, oh, this works, you know? Yes. Uh, yep. I just, it, it feels very fluid. And I, so I'm kind of interested to see how it plays out in BDSP, right? Because we're going to get all those modern conveniences in BDSP. Yes. You're going to be able yep. to pull up your bag. You're going to get the Pokemon boxes on the go. And I want to know how bad that feels. Um, like not, not in like a bad way, but like, it's going to be one of those things where it's just like, man, I'm not used to this. Like being able to just like grab Pokemon on route 204 or whatever. Right. And just to be able to do what I want. I, I'm very mm-hmm. interested to see. Yeah. I'm dreadfully interested <laughs> uh, to see where it goes, but I would love to, uh, hopefully it goes well. I can't, I can't see why it wouldn't. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm going to have a blast with the BDSP. I hope so. I would love to have a blast with BDSP. Um, I, I mean, I'm just looking forward to going through Gen 4 with, yeah, cause mo- I think most of the complaints I ever hear about Gen 4 are that the, uh, that the GUI is just awful. And they're not wrong. Cause it's the first time they went to DS. Yeah. So like the battle speeds mm-hmm. are off, like the, the menu options are weird, everything. And so they had time to figure yeah. that out. But now we're going to get like, Hey, we've got refined GUI. And the <laughs> HP bar will fall in a good amount of time. <laughs> it won't take three hours. Yeah. Oh, man. Can't, there's that video where it's just like max HP blissy. Uh-huh. Getting hit, <laughs> getting no code. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I think it's legitimately like 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, when you said that the first time, I heard goo and it made perfect sense to me in a way because yeah, Gen Four does feel like your character is moving through. You're walking goo. through mud sometimes. Uh, that yeah. just, and then you're literally yeah. walking through mud sometimes. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> on top of that, <laughs> I'm not super surprised they went with like the approach they did to you for BDSP with like the mm. the chibi character because I was thinking to myself before the remake was announced, I'm like, if they try to remake it like Swish, it's not going to work, you know. You need, you, like, mm. it depends so much on the grid. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Auras worked for Auras. Mm. Because yeah, Gen 6 still used the grid. It mostly did, yes. Outside of the roller skates, it used the grid. So you just don't put the roller skates in Auras. Um, it, I mean, I mean, it doesn't quite use the grid. Because I've noticed that when I play Auras and I'm moving my character with oh, the I stick. And then yes. I start moving it with... Uh, the D-pad, it just takes a little step to align itself with the grid, and then it starts moving. But in a way that, like, it doesn't feel like you're using the grid, but if you want to use it, you can. I think, like, Gen 6, in a lot of ways, was peak Pokemon, okay? I agree. 100%. It was done so well. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to harp on that. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for that email, though, Kester. I forget why we were talking about this, but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. So our next and last email this week is going to be from uh, Tia. Yep. Tia says, Greetings, Whimsicott and Thatch. And oh, hi, Mark. It's been some time. <laughs> it's been some time, and I've been bombarded with real-life stuff. Mostly work. Leave it to a Gen 4 game to introduce some much-needed evolutions to Pokémon. And also sprinkle some on, like Cleaver. I wonder which other Pokemon will receive noble evolutions. Perhaps Taurus, evolving into Minotaurus, an enraged demonic bull with axe-like horns? There you go. She fixed it. Yeah, <laughs> she did. She did make it better. Yeah. Maybe at the end of a long maze. Well, yes. Oh, I like that. That's a great reference. I love it. I love it. What if Giraffe and Dunsparce receive noble evolutions? 
Fighting a giant giraffe with a sentient tail would create a boss fight where it has very little blind spots, meaning that you're always on the move. Wow. These ideas are great. Mm -hmm. I really can't wait for news. And also, a maybe hot take? What if the starters do not have form changes, but have bipedal slash quadrupedal options? Like a standing samurai looks more samurai-like. Like, oh, Tia, you are doing so well. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry, just joking. <laughs> just joking. I like that. That, that's such a good callback. I didn't even read that beforehand. <laughs> It's amazing. Like, she crafted this email and it was perfect for the episode. And we did oh, that's too good. Amazing. That's really good. Wow. Finally, I would like to end on a question. What is your favorite thing to do <laughs> when you want to hit your own in Diamond and Pearl? Oh, my God. This person is a psychic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What a coincidence. Wow. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. My my favorite thing to do is complete a living dex and drink some tea. Oh my gosh. No, you guys don't know, but before the show, we were all like, oh, we need to get tea before yes. the recording. Yes. Yep. Like, Tia really... literally, like, oh, I man. don't know. She, she, t- she predicted the future. She, really she predicted everything that happened in this recording session in this email. Oh my so good. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She she ends with bless everyone, Tia. And now I do believe that she has enough power to bless people. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. Oh man. Yeah, I Amazing. think okay, okay, wait, I'm timing it right now. Okay. Uh I'm gonna tell you how long it takes here in a second for Blissy to get oh oh my gosh, this person just soft boiled their Blissy before getting O code. Oh god, this is oh, taking no. so long. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> now hair across close combats it's okay it's starting uh okay it's still going <laughs> we're gonna talk about some other things while this is happening but you guys can go ahead and you guys can uh oh green taurus badge i think it's kester right i don't because t already has it yeah t already, t already has, has it kester yeah, you can get the green taurus badge um also you can uh, follow us on Discord at fucklediscord.com. You can, of course, follow us on our socials. Uh, Twitter. Oh, I just finished now. 25 seconds. Um, so wow. you can follow us on our socials over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can, of course, go ahead and uh, follow us wherever else you can find us, I guess. Um, but more importantly, you can go over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash puckle podcast. You can also go over to twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast and hang out with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's a lot of fun. You can additionally go ahead and, um, let's see, uh, you can additionally just support the show by going to Twitch, dropping a Twitch Prime subscription, or you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast. Anything you can give is appreciated. If you can't, don't worry about it. You listening is good enough for me. And I mm-hmm. really appreciate everybody that does and comes and hangs out. Um, do you look out this week though? I'm going to see if we can get a Dado Sarud slash Shiny Celebi going for the general public, but that Shiny Maractus will be available for the, uh, for the patrons as well. So on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been the Fluffiest Wimsicott. And I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>